It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. And it is the national news for week commencing March 12, 2023. And this week, Peter, VK4EAWIA Director with Goings On at Board Level, Felix with Operational News, Special Interest Group News with Bruce, VK3FFF and VK2LAW Jason at the International Desk. And we'll have much, much more in this edition of news from the Wireless Institute of Australia. I'm Editor Graham, VK4BB and Free DV. Back some 10 plus years ago, 2012, Free DV was coded from scratch by David Whitten, who handled the GUI architecture, and David Rowe, VK5 DGR, the Codec 2 modem implementation and integration. Free DV is a digital voice mode for HF radio, and you can run Free DV using a free GUI application for Windows, Linux, and OS X that allows any SSB radio to be used for low bitrate digital voice. Free DV is developed by an international team of radio amateurs working together on coding, design, user interface, and testing. It is open source software, and modems and codec to speech codec used in FreeDV are also open source. In January this year, FreeDV 1.8.7 was released, giving an easy setup to simplify first time setup. Now, Amateur Radio Digital Communications, ARDC, has announced the award of a grant to the FreeDV project as part of an effort to improve the state of the art in HF digital voice. ARDC grants are far from lightweight. Last year, over 2.1 million US dollars was given to Amateur Radio. So, congratulations again, David Rowe, VK5 DGR, and the Free DV team. Ham Radio News. Nobody does it better. We are VK1 WIA. G'day, this is Peter, VK4EA, on behalf of the WIA board. Greetings from Turrbal and Yago country. The Education Committee has been reformed. The first meeting has been held, and we observe that the committee is keen to get into the meaty topic of syllabus reform. The board are very grateful for their combined expertise and experience. The WIA website is starting to show its age, and we are in the process of getting it revamped into something a little more modern-looking, with better integration into our underutilised social media accounts. We also had a great meeting with the new management of MedNet, and they've undertaken to make the system work better for the members. And lastly, I'll be attending the Redcliffe and District Radio Club Redfest. It's the 1st of April. That's not a joke, by the way. Drop by the WI table for a chat and happy to take questions and perhaps sew your shirt. Hi. Cheers from now from Peter, VK4EA, WI Director. We are VK1WIA. Now, international news with VK2LAW Jason. Hello. Leading this week's international news, WRC 23, Agenda Item 9.1b. The IARU maintains the view that the likelihood of widespread and persistent interference from amateur radio activities to RNSS, example, Galileo receivers in the 23cm band is minimal. IARU volunteers have carried out a Monte Carlo-style study simulating scenarios assuming a fixed and mobile population of RNSS receivers deployed around an amateur station. A 100-watt amateur home station and a 25-watt EIRP repeater station have been assumed. The simulation results suggest that, at most, 
Only around 1% of a population of fixed and mobile RNSS receivers randomly situated around a transmitting amateur station location would have a small chance of receiving a signal level above the RNSS protection threshold identified in the relevant ITUR recommendations. In news from Region 1, RSGB in the UK have released two more 2022 convention presentations for radio amateurs to enjoy. In antennas for an effective contest station, Lee Volante, Golf Zero, Mike Tango November reviews many of the options available to the HF contester when making antenna choices. He considers how antenna type, height, location and available resources have to be balanced with the type of contest and a contester's personal goals. The further exploration of SDR by Gordon Lean, Golf 3 Whiskey Juliet Golf, covers the design and performance of software-defined radio systems from direct carrier generation to the use of units incorporating the GNU radio design software. It also focuses on experience and actual use of equipment on all bands from 80 metres through to 10 gigahertz and some of the benefits and difficulties associated with SDR operation. To news from Region 2, the IARU Region 2 Executive Committee met in mid-February. The meeting included officers and directors that were elected during the 2022 General Assembly back in November. During this meeting, the Executive Committee took, among many points, raised actions and heard reports on topics such as adopted revised terms of reference for the R2 Youth Liaison Team, an update on IARU matters was presented by IARU Secretary Joel Harrison, Whiskey 5 Zulu November, Region 2 Director Dino Basomi, Charlie Echo 3 Papa Golf, gave an update on efforts to establish an effective wind-link system within Chile for emergency communications. The next meeting of the Executive Committee will take place on May 24, 2023. For further information, the full minutes of the meeting can be found on the IARU Region 2 website. The 2023 Hamvention Awards Committee for Dayton Hamvention has announced this year's award winners and the Special Achievement Award recipient is Dr Jason MacDonald, November 2 Tango Papa Alpha. N2 TPA Dr MacDonald began a career as a radio frequency engineer before becoming a trauma surgeon. He brings amateur radio to the world through youth projects and scouting, particularly through radio scouting, and he's helped form scouting clubs around the world. To date, more than 500 youths in these clubs he has formed have become licensed and are on the air. We'll have more on radio scouting in today's special interest group news. Calling it the biggest advance in citizens' band radios since the CB spectrum was expanded from 23 to 40 channels in 1977, Cobra Electronics have launched a line of CB radios that can use FM as well as AM in the USA. The company says the ability to use FM in the CB radio spectrum 26.965 to 27405 MHz assigned by the FCC is a boon to truckers, off-road vehicle operators and anyone else who uses this license-free two-way radio technology. It says the FM transmission CB radio mode provides users with the ability to enjoy high-quality, clear audio during radio conversations with nearby or strong CB radio transceivers. Meanwhile, in those instances where distance is a priority and or the signal from the other party is weak, AM can be used in either full AM and single sideband modes. 
consisting of upper and lower sideband. Of course, the audio quality won't be as good, they say, but that's the trade-off for distance. In news from Region 3, major Indian broadcaster honours West Bengal Ham. Congratulations to Ambarish Nagbiswas, Victor Uniform 2, Juliet Foxtrot Alpha, Secretary of the West Bengal Radio Club in India. At a recent ceremony in Kolkata, he was given the Ananya Saman Award from Z News, a Hindi broadcast channel that's part of one of India's largest media companies. Speaking with our sister publication, he told AR Newsline this was a special honour for him as the first amateur radio recipient. The award is in recognition of the club's life-saving work during cyclones, the pandemic and in other areas of public concern. For VK1 WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with VK3 Triple F, Bruce. And a very good day to you. Worldwide special interest group news, adventure groups and Parks on the Air introduces 48-hour contest. Operating Portable and the Park just gained a little more of a competitive edge. Amateur Radio Newsline's Parksman, Dave Parks, WB8ODF, explains. A new activity being introduced this June by the Parks on the Air organizers is going to be different from the casual, portable, outdoor operating experience activators and hunters enjoy. This is a contest. For 48 hours, hams will collect contacts and points as part of the new Parks on the Air plaque event, which is intended to become an annual competition. In a YouTube interview with Kevin Thomas, W1DED, POTA President Jason Johnston, W3AAX, explained the different categories available to both hunters and activators and explained that anyone who made their first POTA contact after June 2, 2022, is eligible for the additional category of rookie. Participants must be registered with POTA and can use CW, SSB, and the digital modes. HAMS will not be permitted to use the WARC bands. As for multipliers, there are none. This keeps the playing field level so that everything, even multiple reference areas, will be worth a single point. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Dave Parks, WB8ODF. And that's Parksy with the Parks Story. The contest will be held on HF, VHF, UHF and SHF. For a look at the rules and other details for the event, see the link in the text version of this week's WIA National News. The height of gratitude for a summit rescue. For this story, we visit thanks to AR Newsline with a SOTA activator who is recovering from serious injuries after a fall on a summit. While he is healing, he plans to activate a campaign of gratitude for his rescuers. Here's Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, with that story. It was just a few weeks ago that Alan, 2E0JWA, had hopes of scoring four points plus a three-point winter bonus for activating the largest summit in his immediate area, G-stroke SB001 Kinder Scout, in the Peak District National Park. 
His goal on that day in January came crashing down with him when he fell on a piece of black ice on the well-marked summit path, shattering his left leg. He expects that after two surgeries he'll be back on his feet by mid-May, perhaps even back on the air for a summit by summer. As he tells colleagues on the SOTA reflector, however, he might not be making those plans at all were it not for the kind souls who first rushed to his aid on the trail to stabilize him, and then for the welcome arrival of the volunteer team he describes in his blog as Angels in Red Coats, the Glossop Mountain Rescue Team. It was a complicated rescue, but they moved him safely off the hill just as snow showers were threatening to arrive. Alan is now asking others on the SOTA reflector and the ham community Community to help inspire some kind of special event or thank you gesture for helping to keep this SOTA activator alive. To Alan, the winter bonus for that summit truly belongs to the angels in red coats. This is Jeremy Bucci for NJH. Worldwide Special Interest Group News, ATV. Every pixel tells a story. And don't forget to watch this WIA news on your local ATV outlet or direct from Bevan VK5BD's YouTube channel. Recently, the Sir George Amateur Radio Society Sydney hosted a talk by Gary VK2CRJ, assisted by John VK2ATU on digital amateur television. Gary covered setting up ATV repeaters in the UK and later moving to France, then emigrating to Australia. Going through the early analogue days, the different TV systems, then onto digital TV theory, the latest trends in ATV, such as the recent narrowband digital transatlantic contact, upgrading the Lawson ATV repeater controller and converting it to high-definition digital. A video of the talk will be available on demand from ATV Repeater VK2RTS by using DTMF tones on 2 metres. St Louis, Gateway to the West. Tongue-in-cheek, many a post on social media comes under the heading Antenna Porn. Some great structures, transmitting halls, etc. from around the globe. The one today is called Exploring a 1 Million Watt Broadcast Tower and Joe and Jeff Geeling are a friendly pair of YouTube hosts. Radioworld.com has written a great article about the tower and the YouTube story itself. The 1,030-foot stainless G74 model tower has three faces, each seven feet in width. Ten Class C FM signals are served by an 8-bay dielectric antenna. Nine of the 10 FM stations also run separate HD radio signals through the antenna. Five additional FMs, full power, use a side-mounted antenna on the tower, and there are five TV stations, two cellular companies, and several public safety and two-way communication entities up there. All told, just under one megawatt of effective radiated power emanates from the tower. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. IO117 continues to provide a lot of DX fun for amateur satellite operators. Numerous operators have reported receiving the ARRL's Worked All States and DX Century Club Satellite Awards lately, as well as CQ Magazine's Worked All Zones Satellite Award, where 25 of 40 zones are required for the satellite award.
For an example about the distances that can be worked via the satellite in medium Earth orbit, two QSOs got very near the 13,000 kilometre mark recently. On February 11th, Dave KG0D works Lucky VU2LBW, the distance between them being 12,939 kilometres. Unfortunately for this claim, Hector W5CBF worked Oleg A65BR on January 29th, the distance between them 57 kilometres more than Dave and Lucky's i.e. 12,996 kilometres. Note that only real-time QSOs will be considered for distance records. And now, military. And to Graham, VK3GRK in sunny Bendigo. Bendigo Amateur Radio and Electronics Club invites you to our March meeting in Castlemaine. Barrack President Neil Patton, VK3ZVX, will provide an interesting presentation on the restoration of World War II radios. Some of the key discussion points will include the history, heritage, safety and use of World War II radios. The evening starts at 7.30pm, Friday, March 17th, at the first Castlemaine Scout Hall, 16 Recklebund Street, Castlemaine. A gold coin donation will be appreciated and a light supper will be provided. And we must thank Graham for interrupting his long breakfast for that report. Worldwide special interest groups, radio scouting. This story from the USA. According to a scouting magazine study of merit badges earned last year, radio had the biggest jump. It is now the 81st most popular merit badge, up from being 98th in 2021. Trailing just behind it on the biggest gains list is the electronics merit badge, which jumped 15 spots from 80th to 65th. To earn the rank of Eagle Scout, members must earn 21 badges, 14 of which are standard. The Scout gets to choose the remaining badges based on personal interests. Many Scouts take part in Jamboree on the Air, not only in the USA, which is being held October 20th to 23rd, 2023. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio Scam Alert VK2 Wyson, New South Wales, is a member squad of VRA Rescue New South Wales. Unfortunately, someone has been fraudulently claiming to fundraise on behalf of VRA Rescue New South Wales. Please be advised that no such external body has been authorised to do this, and any such request for payment or donation should be referred to the New South Wales Police Assistance Line, which is 131444. That is 131444. VK2WIA News says VRA Rescue New South Wales has been cooperating with New South Wales Police Force to investigate these matters and will continue to work to protect the good name and reputation of the organisation and members. If you have been contacted or impacted, please contact your financial institution, New South Wales Police, and inform VRA Rescue New South Wales. Remember, Wyson New South Wales is a communications support squad of VRA Rescue New South Wales, providing skilled radio communicators in times of emergency. Wyson also supports local community events, providing practical training in tactical field communications and to build other radio skills. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F in sunny Bendigo. (laughs) 
From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, operational news with VK4FUQ. Felix. Hello there. Now, contest-wise, 2023. The 86th Contest BEIU happens this weekend. 11-12 March, CW only between 10-100 hours UTC and 10-100 hours UTC. March 18-19, John Moyle Fielday, the contest manager, joins us. Good morning, this is Dennis Johnston, contest manager for the John Moyle Memorial Field Day. This year's contest will be held between 0100 GMT on the 18th of March 2023 to 0059 GMT on the 19th of March 2023. COVID seems to have abated somewhat, taking with it all the limitations we've had over the last couple of years gathering groups in the same place at the same time. This year, however, we have had problems even getting together in the same place due to recent fires or even earlier flood damage. As the purpose of the field day is to provide training and experience in an emergency operation, so I hope that this besides a little inconvenience that all will go smoothly when operating the station in the field. Amateurs are a mighty resourceful lot and no doubt many will have operated with Wyson or SES over the last few months, so this contest provides more, just some more practice. As the contest nears for this year, it, I can only hope that the dreary weather in many parts of Australia has not been too cruel and that good activity on the bands and the propagation will be rewarded as even the sun seems to be cooperating this year. Don't forget, that once the dismantling and packing up of all the contest equipment has been completed, there is still the most important part of the contest to be finished. Yes, you must submit your station's log. This has two major purposes. It informs me of your activities on the air and enables me to score your entry. As importantly, it also confirms the contacts you had with other stations and verifies their logs. So even if your log is, a, is small, it does verify the contacts you have made and those of others. Best of luck for the contest and do not forget to submit your log. Thanks Dennis, VK, 4AE and everyone. Best of luck for the contest and do not forget to submit your log. Yoda Contest, Youngsters on the Air. First round, 22nd of April. 0800 hours to 1959 hours UTC. May 6th, Saturday, Harry Angel Memorial Sprint, 10 hours to 11.46 UTC. May 20, 21st, Don Edwards Memorial Slow Morse Contest, 80 minute section, Saturday 20th, May, 6 to 9pm Sydney time. 40 metre section, afternoon of Sunday 21st of May, 1 to 4pm Sydney time. June 24, 25, Winter, VHF, UHF Field Day. June weekend prior to the second Monday of June will be VK Shires. DX window. In the world of DX, Phil, VA3QR, is operating from Panama throughout March, using various call signs depending on his location. Those call signs include HP1 stroke VA3QR, HP3 stroke VA3QR and HP8 stroke VA3QR. 
he'll be using SSB in the digital modes. QSL to his home call, which in case you miss it, is VA3QR. Doug VK2DCR VK2EY joins me now with a seafaring yarn. The following is my translation from the French original of the news item in Les Nouvelles d'X from Jean-Michel Foxtrot 6 Alpha Juliet Alpha dated 2nd of March 2023. The boat Magnet, owned by George Alpha Alpha 7 Juliet Victor, accompanied by Michael Kilo November 4 Echo Echo India, left for a voyage of two years across the Pacific. They have left Costa Rica and are using a 6-metre rig set up for FT8 throughout the trip. If they stop at a rare or semi-rare DXCC entity, the radio equipment will be operated on shore to enable DXCC credit. They have another station on board so they can be active on other bands. At sea, the call sign being used is Kilo Hotel 7 Zulu slash MM or a personal call sign followed by slash MM. If they land, the call sign will be appropriate to the DXCC entity visited. They pass Cocos, Tango India 9, without landing. They are on their way to the Marquise Islands, Foxtrot Oscar slash Mike, and as soon as they find a suitable place to land, there will be Foxtrot Oscar slash Alpha Alpha 7 Juliet Victor, either from Nukuhiva or Hiva Oa, IOTA OC 027 probably from the 18th to 25th of March, and will be mostly active on 160 and 80 metres, as well as 6 metres on FT8. They will continue their voyage by going to the Tuamotu Islands, OC067, from 28th of March to 5th of April. Dates are approximate. Next, the plan is to go to some of the Society Islands between the 10th of April and 10th of July. More information is available at lenivilledx at free.fr, this is Doug VK2DCR. Thanks, Doug. Whilst we are still all at sea, let's land on Willis Island. Sands, another great name for a hem on an island, HI, his call is VK9WX, is there until April and has been worked from 80 to 10 metres. QSL via M0OXO. The annual St. Patrick's Day Award takes place over a 48-hour period from 12 noon on the 16th of March to 12 noon on the 18th of March to allow worldwide participation in all time zone areas. The St. Patrick's Day Award is 48 hours of non-competitive fun. Anyone worldwide can participate, licensed or SWL. Also to help celebrate St. Patrick's Day, the second EI Flora and Fauna St. Patrick's Day Activity Weekend is on from the 17th to the 19th of this month with many parks in Ireland to be activated. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ Inningham. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. 2023 social scene and clubs are more than welcome to submit text with audio for this section. Remembering our pledge of some 28 years back to keep it fresh and top of mind, each recording is only played once, but we will play freshened up versions every time you send them in. 
So to Redcliffe in VK4, it's Redfest, April 1, and Robert Thompson, VK4, TFN, will give Q News listeners the VK4 state-based news. Details in a moment. In VK3, Antenna Palooza at Druam West, April 15 and 16. Also in VK3, Moorabbin Hamfest, May 6. Graham, VK3, GL has more. Hamfest 2023. The and District Amateur Radio Club is pleased to announce the 2023 Hamfest will be held on Saturday the 6th of May, with doors open at 10am. This year's event will be held at the Kingston City Hall, located at the corner of Nepean Highway and South Road, Moorabbin. The Moorabbin Radio Club's annual Hamfest is proud to be Victoria's biggest, with displays and sales of new and pre-loved equipment. The event is supported by commercial traders with specials on offer, as well as the many second-hand traders, and the event is not one to be missed for anyone interested in radio communications and electronics. As well as the many bargains available on the day, there will be major and minor door prizes. Light refreshments will be available. Trader table bookings online at www.mdrc.org.au slash hamfest. General inquiries can be made by emailing Graham Lewis VK3GL at wia.org.au or by phoning mobile 0418 171 601. Proudly Victoria's biggest ham fest, a must see, must come event. 73 from Graham, VK3GL. For all of VK, it's the WIA AGM May 13, VK5 Serg Convention and the Fox Hunting Championships June 10 to 11. In VK4, it's Sunfest September 9. And in Tasmania, for the whole of VK, a Lara meet happens November 4 and 5. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. This has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.